Okay. The mics um, are hot. Oh, they are. Yes, they are. They are. Um, Randy, test. <laughs> what do you call a time trial driver that consistently improves his lap times? Uh, a time trial driver that consistently improves his lap times. Yeah. I'm trying to think of this riddle. John Perez? No. Oh, what? A PB blaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is a car guy joke. That is such a car guy joke, isn't it? Yes, it is. That is, uh, I, I invented that one, so. That's yeah, a good one. Credit, yeah, credit. Good job, dude. <laughs> yeah. We're going to throw that in. With that, welcome to 91 Octane. Welcome, welcome. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, covering your headlines under the hood. Then uh, we're going to talk about my trip to Button Willow and how that day went. Very exciting. There's some drama with the prelude, and we introduce a new segment, The Finish Line, which we'll talk about once we get there. But first, let's start with some headlines, and I'll kick it off here. So I've got two lessons, Randy. All right. Never trust the internet. Yes. And uh, welcome to your new race car hustle. Okay. So a youthful-looking Japanese, quote, woman has been uncovered to be a 50-year-old man. What the heck? Really? Yeah, dude. And this is the hustle. You guys, every every male listening to this, you guys need to pick up on this now because OnlyFans is not just for women. Okay. <laughs> uh, not, that it, not that it was. I think I know this one. I heard about this so one. So, yeah. So yeah. this guy used a face app to change himself into a woman. And posted uh, like pictures of him and his motorcycle, obviously as a woman, mm-hmm. and gained this huge following. Got like eighteen thousand followers. It was getting retweeted a shit ton. I mean, he was he was enjoying celebrity status. He said himself he was enjoying celebrity status in Japan. In Japan, okay. And uh, he got so popular that a Japanese TV show went looking for this woman. Okay. Um, and when they found her catfish style, yeah, catfish style, dude, he took off, she took off her helmet and surely enough, a 15 year, 50 year old gentleman, uh, popped out of that helmet. That's hilarious. So he scammed 18,000 people into thinking he was a woman using a face app and not even anything complicated, just face app, which does make guys look like gorgeous women. Yes. Yeah. Which is and it's scary, but it, it, it works. is all that technology. But it works, obviously. Yes. Yes. I, and like, you know, so this is kind of an avenue now to where, <laughs> you know, you can get face app. And if you're careful, could probably make some money on OnlyFans, Randy. Did was this in U.S. or in Japan? So this is in Japan. OK. Um, right. Obviously, it's social media. So the following is global. Oh, okay. so 18,000 isn't huge. No, it's not. But that's a good that, number. But it is a good number. I, yeah. I, I mean, he started. I mean, he mentioned that uh, no one would pay attention to an old uncle. So he figured he'd pretend to be a woman <laughs> and uh, race his motorcycle ah, and take pictures. Of... And they only found out, you know, the controversy started coming when he didn't edit the reflections in mirrors oh and he could see his face damn. and then he wouldn't he didn't uh he overlooked his arms so in some pictures they could tell it's a man hairy arm and shit 
<laughs> Some people hilarious. started coming on to him. But, I mean, it took 18,000 folks to realize, you know, this guy is just hustling you. He hustled 18,000 people. Damn. Too bad he didn't collect on that. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Maybe, maybe, yeah, I'm maybe. sure he did. Or maybe he still is. Yes. Who knows? Like maybe he's popular want, for this now. How many, does he? Do you know how many follower followers he still has? I don't actually. I should have checked that out. Uh, the account, the username is Asuza Gakuyuki. Okay. And his name is Zongu. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, right, but right, right. you know, I gave it a shot. Mm. Uh, but anyway, let's move on to the next headline. So Toyota announced, or there's been rumors that evolved, right? That Toyota's hot hatch, okay, will be a Corolla. Oh, buddy! So they're bringing over the Yaris, the Yaris's drivetrain, okay, and dropping it into Corolla hatch. Okay, priced probably around Type R money, so around thirty six, thirty seven. Okay, that's okay. That's risky. It is risky. Yeah. But what I did this week was I looked at Toyota's lineup of cars. Okay. We know there's a new 8.6 coming out. Yeah. We know they have a Supra. Yeah. I looked at Honda's lineup of cars. They have, counting Honda only, the Type R as an exciting car to drive. Right. So to me, I'm actually more excited for Toyota as a brand than Honda because of that. Oh, 100%. Discounting the NSX because that's a whole nother echelon and they didn't sell any, I think, in the last month or so. Yeah. And you can't get any. I don't see any um in inventory. Okay. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm I excited that Honda's bring or sorry, Toyota is bringing the Corolla. I don't know, though. The question to you is, do you think the Corolla GR would have would hold the same value that the Type R does and same echelon to people? No. Really? No. So it's another what Focus RS type of car that yeah, kinda... like it's trying to it's got to build a reputation. Yes. You know what I mean? There's the Type R has clout already just by the name. Just by the name, uh, mm. the Corolla GR doesn't. Right. So that's why I'm thinking that's ri- at that price point it's risky. What's the horsepower on them? Three oh two ninety six. Okay. It's so a three it's cylinder. In, it's basically in the same it's, echelon. It'll probably be lighter. It'll, it may be it lighter. Smaller. It's all-wheel drive. Ooh. So you can control the torque Ooh. split on it also. Ooh, Commuter okay. mode is 50-50. Point Corolla. Yes. Agreed. Oh, oh for sure. Point Corolla. Yeah. Uh, f- well, and we don't know the engine size, but um, the Yaris is a, a three-cylinder. Okay. 1.6. So, yeah, you can if you go into sport mode, it's a 70-30 ratio of power. So 70, a rear bias of right. 70% to 30 um, or uh, sorry, I think that's track mode. That might be track mode. So it's a sixty forty, a seventy thirty, and a fifty fifty on the torque split between okay. the front and the rear. There's there's no drift mode. Well, I I would assume track mode is could be almost drift, drift mode, mode, right? Yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. I mean, it's not Focus RS drift I mode. I don't know what the I don't know what the balance is with the Focus RS. Same. I don't oh, either. Okay. Yeah. So I I don't know if it would be more or less. But it's an interesting car. It is an interesting car, but I think at the, at the if you're putting it at the same price as the Type R, mm-hmm. it's a little risky, I think. Okay. So I mean, it's gonna have to come with some dope ass parts. Yeah. Uh, to compete, I'm sure there's there's you know people love hot hatches, so they do. 
there's definitely going to be a community of people who are going to buy them. But if I have type R money. Well, let me throw another loop in there. And this could have been a draw report, but whatever. Um, I looked at Chevy. Okay. I was like, okay. Hmm. I never look at the site. Okay. Have you ever been to the site? No. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> so a V8 Camaro. And I have a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a V8 Camaro, okay, 455 horsepower. Yeah, it's got a better power to weight ratio than a Type R. Okay, it's got ten, uh, yeah, ten horsepower per dollar versus um, the Type R is eight horsepower per dollar. Right. It's the same price as a as a Type R. Yeah. Or sorry, it's a weight to horsepower ratio. That was a weight to horsepower ratio. 10, okay. 10 to 1 versus 8 to 1. Right. It's such a better value overall if yeah. you're just thinking purely on horsepower. Horsepower and, you know, style is obviously subjective. But yeah. Like just as a package, value for your dollar. Actually, the Camaro wins out in that case. How dare you? Randy? I know. It's a track car, though. If you're <laughs> How speaking dare you, purely Randy? about. How dare you, man? If you're you speaking need, purely you, you horsepower. You need to go back to church. <laughs> Honda Church, <laughs> the Church of Honda. It's a Camaro, bro. It's a Camaro, but dude, it's such a good value, man. You get a V8, but you're LSD. You can change everything from the factory. They even have a stock aftermarket intake. Okay, but to do what you do with the Type R out of the box at the track, yes. a Camaro has to. You have to spend money on it. You think so? Oh yeah, because of the weight. Yeah, it's just not it's not built to handle. So you think that the horsepower ratio, better horsepower wouldn't be able to compensate for what it could do at the track. I mean, track. at 444 horsepower, I would, right? Is that what you 40 said? 40 something, 400 something. Yeah. Like it's going to be faster. It's going to be faster. But it's not I don't know. It's hard to explain. I mean, it, I know like we tr we love our JDM cars. We love Yeah, we love everything about the Type R, I, I do. Even the looks, I personally like. See, I feel like the Type R is a race car, right? It's going to feel like a race car when you yes. drive it. Whereas a Camaro, it's going to feel... And this is just a like mid-tier. Like you're driving a drag car on a track. That's true. So... That's very true. And I, I just... I guess for me, too, the looks just don't do it for me. Agreed. A thousand percent agreed. Yeah. So, yeah, from that perspective, couldn't do it. It's that's why you see. I guess that's why you see a bunch of Camaros that take overs. It's rear wheel drive versus front wheel drive, and it's I know cheaper. So the older ones are probably because it's not going to hold value like a Type R. That's right. That's also right. Yeah. So used is cheaper. Yeah. So value for your buck, just like how the um, Corvette is a great value for your dollar compared to a Porsche. Let's call that what it is, right? I still give the Corolla a bump on the on the Camaro. You give the Corolla a bump on the Camaro. <laughs> yeah. Why? Just because the, uh, the the like the the GR Corolla. Yeah, the GR right, Corolla. The GR Corolla. Mm -hmm. Um, all wheel drive. All wheel drive. Yeah, and you know, comes with bias. I don't know. It's just maybe it's just I like the smaller cars. Yes. I just or actually I just don't like the Camaro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, next next headline. next headline. So, do these words mean anything to you, Randy? Finish him. Mortal Kombat. Oh, buddy. We got a new one. Ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum, Have you watched it? No. Is it good? Okay. I haven't watched it. Okay. I intentionally did not watch it because I wanted to talk about it before watching it. Okay. And then maybe talk about it later. But the reboot was released. 
Yes, you can watch the first seven minutes online on YouTube for free. Oh well, I'm, oh you can watch the whole thing on HBO Max, right? Which I don't have. Do you? Have oh, you don't. Have, I have it. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I have okay. It. So I'm probably gonna watch it this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, sister. Sure. Oh, trade. <laughs> she's, the, she's the one that gets me it? HBO Max. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the last time they released a movie was 1995. Yes, and I, I was I was theaters. seven years old. <laughs> I went to the theater to watch. it. Okay. Uh, you you were what ten? Yes. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yep. Um. Okay, so a little older, but mm-hmm. that'll make that'll be more relevant later. But I did okay. want to cover some fun facts on Mortal Kombat. Okay. So Mortal Kombat was created by four people in ten months. Did you know that? Makes sense looking at the graphics. I don't know. It looks pretty dope for for it's stylized 90s. in its own way. So you give it. I give it props for what it is. Okay, Mortal Kombat was originally based on Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, that makes sense. The Kumite, the Bloodsport, right? So it actually started, it, w- it was actually originally inspired by Universal Soldier. Oh, really? Yeah. Not Bloodsport. Not Bloodsport, but the creators of Mortal Kombat didn't want, didn't like the Universal Soldier's theme. They preferred to make it around Jean-Claude Van Damme instead of the movie and, and make it to make it look closer to Bloodsport. And oh, that's why it ended okay. up being more Bloodsport. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, John Claude Van Damme made the cut. Johnny Cage is John Claude Van Damme, right? Yes, right? yes. And you and they made him a, like a douchey Hollywood guy on purpose <laughs> because there I was, didn't know this. There wasn't an amicable separation between John Claude Van Damme and the Mortal Kombat project. Oh, so they so, made, yeah, and, and and if you notice, Johnny Cage, JC. John Claude oh, JC. Dang, dude, you're throwing <laughs> some shit at me, and I've been. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, dude, I thought that was nuts too, because I was, I was, I've been a huge John Claude Van Damme fan. So, oh, really? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so that's how I know this side of things. Okay. I was okay. also a Mortal Kombat fan. Okay. Original names for Mortal Kombat: Kumite, Dragon Attack, Death Blow, and Fatality. Mm. Those are all original names. It took six months to name the game. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Only 10 months to program that shit. Yeah, dude. That's, that's crazy. Insane. Yeah. That is so insane. By four people. Four people you know? in 10 months. Not an office full of people. Yes. That's crazy. Um, They inspired the ESRB system for video games, the rating <laughs> system. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And I think I pretty much remember that. Yeah. The, the politicians uh, were outraged. Oh, yeah. That man. you could chop heads off. And yeah. they thought that the kids were going to do it. Yep. And fast forward 10, 20 years, we weren't, there were no high, besides uh, the one in Colorado, there weren't really shootings or head chopping because of the game. Oh, yeah. No, no. 100%. 100%. Which leads to my next question. Sure. Are you going to let your kids watch it, Randy? We were watching the first seven minutes on YouTube. Yeah. And then Sub-Zero was, uh, oh, the guy that played, uh, I think, um, the Sub-Zero's opposite, Scorpion. Scorpion. Was starting to chop off heads. Yeah. So it's like, ah. I I wouldn't. I would let the older ones watch it, actually, maybe. Yeah. The six and uh, seven-year-old. Yeah. But the two-year-old was watching, too. Oh, yeah. That's a little. That's That's a little much. And when I turned it off, he's like, ah. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. I know. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Cause, and that's why I asked your, you know, when you watched it, you mm-hmm. were 12. I was seven and I watched it. You watched it. I when watched you were seven. it. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was dope. 
Yeah. And I, I can see how you're, yeah. So, But it's only your oldest that would kind of match up with our age. Do they have the fatalities in the first one? I Remind me again. Like the head chop? Yeah, there was stuff. I mean, obviously, it's not as graphic as it is now. Right. But, yeah, it was it was violent like that. Really? I thought it was PG-13, no? Was it? I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe it was PG-13. I'm... Yeah, I don't remember. I thought it was 13, but... Did you go without parents? Uh, That's a good question. I don't remember. Probably, but with older um, young people. Yeah. So back... You're right. It was PG-13. Okay, that's so what I thought. So this one is R... But BG, B, uh, BG, <laughs> PG-13 is um, – that's usually just like nudity and stuff, right? Violence still One happens. tit, like five or ten swear words. <laughs> just one? Maybe one tit. I don't even think like a Like one set or like just one? Just a, a glimpse of a tit I think is PG-13. <laughs> I could be wrong on that. that. Wow. That might put you in R. And the F word is what would put you in R. But shit and ass and bitch wouldn't. Okay. So does violence put you in R? Do you uh, know? I don't know what degrees of violence put you in R. Cause uh, obviously something with head chopping would, but I remember Scorpion burning somebody in that movie vaguely. So and they did they do the ball punch, the nutsack punch? Oh, they do in the movie. In the movie, okay. So they did that, but yeah, I don't think I don't remember says, the fatalities being crazy. There may be depictions of violence in PG thirteen movies, but generally not realistic and extreme or persistent violence. There you go. So it it just can't be continuous, right? Or a combination of realistic or extreme. It can mm-hmm. be a real realistic, or it can be extreme. Yes. So <laughs> that's well, that's that's interesting. There's it's a lot. Weird. There's a there's a lot to interpret. There. And that was a more conservative era of our our country's um, culture, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm looking forward to that movie. So uh, I, I heard it got bad reviews. Well, it got a it has a better review than the 1995 one oh, has really? so far. Okay. Which is the benchmark for me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the you second know? one? The uh, Annihilation with, with Jax and uh, Sonya yeah, Blade. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That one was bad. Yeah. yeah. That one was really bad. But, I mean, you still enjoy them, kind of. Yes. You know? It's kind of yeah, like you the do. Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, it's right in line with that. Yeah. It's so, definitely right in line with so that. So I'm still looking forward because I did see the rating. I was kind of, ah, that sucks. Like, but what other movies are out anyways, yeah, right? So but if you, if you consider it a horror movie, and that, the rating isn't too bad because horror movies are like always a 7 out of 10 for mm, some reason. That's true. That's yeah. very true. But anyway, next headline. Uh, for me, the final headline, Toyota released their electric car this week. I don't know if you saw that. Okay, no. It's uh, on the cards. You can um, see it. I, maybe you don't even care to see it. <laughs> it looks like a generic crossover utility vehicle. Okay. Just playing like keeping up with the Joneses okay. type of an approach, in my opinion. Right. Not something that excites me as a um, car enthusiast, but I guess is the is it really the beginning of the end for ICE vehicles? Like, or has I mean maybe we've already passed that in so, the next five to ten years? I mean, in the same vein, Honda announced that in twenty forty they're yeah, com- full EV. completely EV. Yes. So yeah, I think we already passed the beginning of the Damn. end. But, you know, like we discussed a few episodes ago, there are companies still working on 
fuels that you alternative know, fuels, yeah, alternative fuels mm-hmm. that are you know better for the planet and whatever. So I think that we're just maybe at worst, it'll be like it is now, but the roles will be reversed. Right. Oh, that's an interesting point. Right. So EV yeah. will be the dominant, yeah. but there will still be an ice uh, support for ice engines. We're going to live in a hybrid world. Right. And it might maybe it just ends up being sports cars that are left. Ooh. Right. Like every single company. Mm-hmm. The only thing because they already sports cars are already made in smaller quantities. Right. Right. right, right because right. they're not super high demand. Mm-hmm. So if they replace replace mainstream vehicles with electric cars outside of honda who's committed to just doing ev mm-hmm. maybe they have a like one or two sports cars in their lineup that are ice engines um that can run on like ten dollar a gallon porsche fuel <laughs> <laughs> Damn. you know oh man it'll probably be like that but you know yeah because it's, it's not going to be like horse and car uh transition right where there's almost nobody with that rides horses except purely for sport right well i mean no, nah, I don't think it may right? be that extreme. That's probably or too extreme. It, or if it gets to that, it will be a long time from now. Or maybe it's kind of high, like the hybrids took over in the 2000s and the 2010s, right? Like yeah. everybody had a Prius. Now you barely see Priuses. Or maybe I'm just jaded and I don't see a lot of them. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard because if you're looking for performance on the track too, yes, you know, EV yeah. is the winner. That's true. You That's know, true. EV is the – so if you're – I mean, if you're a ice enthusiast, fine. You're you're never going to want to leave. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if your goal is to go fast for the least amount of money, oh, dude, yeah, know, Tesla three. Oh, yeah, Plaid like EV, mode, especially yeah. in like ten, twenty years, the battery technology is super right, cheap. Right, right. Then it's it's hard to even compete in that segment. Yes. So maybe they will get wiped out. <sighs> I've just talked myself into doom. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, that I don't sucks. Know. I don't know. I don't know that it'll be in our lifetime, though. Well, what here's here's an argument, and this is probably a poor uh, argument, but with RC cars, yeah, you still have both a gas and an electric, right? And that's a pure hobby rate. I mean, it's it's a weird segment and maybe a bad example or bad analogy, but it's I, I we don't know that world very well, other than those two components. Yeah, One, there is ice and battery. But I definitely see that both are still around, both options. So maybe we are in a 50-50 world, to your point. Or it leans and skews electric. I just don't know if my parents are going to buy an EV. Would your parents ever buy an EV, do you think? No. And that's why I think it won't happen in our generation. Mm. You know, like it won't happen in our lifetime because of that. Yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. My my parents might get an EV. They're, They're but they might be some old senior citizen like they comfort might not even need luxury cars. cars. Yeah, or well, or they'll need one car. They'll need one because my parents don't Uber. I see that. My, I see it. Well, I saw someone who could be my mom. Uh huh. Driving a Tesla here at Target. Okay. Like okay. Near Target. Uh-huh. Okay. And it was some, you know, like it's, you know, you. A family that you can tell is a lot like my family was when I was younger. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And so then I'm thinking, okay, it's crossed over to just like tech guys. Yes. You know, yes. to now like uh, just middle America, Hispanic communities. Mm, okay. And I feel like that is okay. just kind of the sign of it bleeding out a little more. Yes. Okay. 
Um, right. So, I mean, I, there will come a time. I don't know, though. It's going to be weird. Know. Yeah, because if, if main it's like mainstream companies are no longer producing. Right these cars so now it's just whatever stock is present mm-hmm. which means the only people supporting the ice engine industry is the sports car guys sport well yeah like aftermarket manufacturers yes and maybe like independent chemists that make their own fuel right if you can even can you even do that i don't know i don't think you can I, buy just like unpure unpurified gasoline or Whatever. And, I don't know. And refine it yourself. I don't know what the rules on that is, but or crude oil, or maybe yeah. you'll, or maybe they'll have issue independent licenses. Oh since, yeah. Since you know, like the big, I don't know if you know fuel companies are going to move to EV or. Well, they're stopping their digging. Yeah. Which is kind of a good thing. Yeah. They, they've stopped investment in digging and looking yeah. for more sources of crude oil. Yeah. So some of them. Yeah, it's kind of a know. weird concept. It, it is. I mean, it's going to happen. There's going to be a transition. I don't know. What I can't say is if it'll be eliminated completely or not. I wonder what will happen to the aftermarket companies like uh, Carrillo Pistons and uh, Arp um, Head Stud, like mm-hmm. that brand. Like what's going to happen to the aftermarket scene? I mean, they'll still be those. They'll, they'll still be. It'll be like. Uh, carburetor companies <laughs> that still sell carburetors, yeah, or just around as a specialty yeah, niche. Yeah, probably. Maybe they might either they get smaller or they adapt. Yeah, it's gonna be one or the other. Yikes! Right. So yeah, some will go away. Some might stay. Who right. Knows? You'll be fine if you're a suspension company, but engine oh, for sure. Head and headwork I mean, valve companies. I mean, we, you might still need new engines. You, that's true. You know, or rebuilding the existing Rebuild, ones. Yeah, rebuilding existing engines. Wow, what a crazy world that'll be. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, right. I hope I don't need to see it. Well, I'm happy it, living in the world where both exist. And I mean, going back to some of our statements in the past, if it becomes like Legos with EV engines and batteries, I I would convert the minivan. Oh yeah, to EV if I could, if or it was they that start easy. selling like kit cars, like RC cars. They're, exactly. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, and that's that's where we're going. It is, but we'll we'll see how fast we move. Yes. For our final headline, so you're familiar with the Celica GT4, mm-hmm. right? Are you familiar with the Celica SS3? Is it silver? No. SS3 was it a drag car? No. Was it the concept? For the last Celica? No, it was a it was a Toyota that it was a Celica that Toyota actually made. And was the closest competitor to the Integra Type R. And I had never heard of it. Was and it the four headline one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I hadn't heard of it either, it's I'll a, be honest. Ninety eight is this is the one that I saw. Okay. Okay. It's two hundred horsepower, twenty more foot pounds of torque than the type R. Sure. It has the Beams 3SGE in it with the VVTi. So it's okay. own version of t- VTEC. Um, the red top beams apparently is, mm-hmm. is what it's mm-hmm. known as. Which is the IS300 engine. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. And I, it's so I, I thought this was a pretty cool car. I kind of was started looking to see if it's for sale out here. Oh, man. The GT4s. Uh, sorry. The, these Celicas are getting imported down here. Okay. You know they made a rally version of this car, right? Right. Yeah. So that's an all-wheel drive 3S GTE. Yeah. Um, they also had different uh, tier trims, that, like a special 
rally version, yeah. G- a GT4 WRC version. Right. They're going. They're selling here imported for like twenty five grand. Fuck. That's not bad. I mean, it's like in general, it's not bad. Yeah, but yeah, but for that's a like, Celica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's uh, type R's are what thirty ish, thirty five. Yeah, they're starting to import the type R's now too. So those are thirty five ish. I'm I'm wondering what a Celica SS three would cost because I've never heard of it. You hadn't heard of it. I hadn't. So I kind of I kind of like the fact that it's so unique. Uh, and well, it still has decent power for the time. So the the previous gen with the pop up headlights, which is my favorite Celica. Yeah. They had a Tommy Mackinnon version, who was their driver during WRC, right? When they were winning the championships, that was imported recently. So there's one for sale on our shores right now, asking twenty five. Oh, so that's okay. That one, uh, that one's. I can get why they're pricing it a little high, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I think it's not that bad for all wheel drive. Same three S GTE as the MR two. When are you picking it up? Oh man, don't even say that. <laughs> It's uh, like, do I really need another like project car? And it's, it's not, not really a project. It's less of a project car, but it's like you can't drive it as much. Type I mean, of it's probably like it's got his feelings mad hurt because it's right there and we're always talking about it. But you can sell the prelude <laughs> <laughs> and get my pennies for my yeah. roll of quarters. <laughs> yeah, dude. The down payment for, for the yeah. Tommy and I don't know. Obviously, I looked into it, so I know these things, these numbers, right? Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I guess going back to your question, the SS3, it would be worth it just to be unique. Yeah, I kind of dig it. I kind of dig the style. What are the interiors on those things like? Uh, for that gen of Celica, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, it's typical nineties. Um, pretty good, pretty good size, I would say, in in the back seat. If you care do, they about stay that. intact, or am I expecting? Oh yeah, a thousand. That's like. Premium Toyota. Oh, era. Okay, okay. That's their golden era also. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're not going to get like your dashboard splitting and cracking. Because the same year E36 M3 that I own, uh-huh. all the panels are like flying around like flags. Oh, so, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? That's what they're known for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. It's this so is, annoying. So. Yeah, this is golden era Toyota and golden era Honda. So, nice. you're getting bulletproof everything. I might look at this is sort of like the car of the week right now, the flavor of the week for me. Not uh, pick of the month then. Not pick of the month. Not quite. Like, actually it would be if, it would be if that was coming up for us this would be mm. my pick. let's see if it stays okay maybe uh on the pick of the month segment you know later on i'll already have it so you just found it like not for sale you found it online somewhere. no i was just looking up uh i don't know what i was looking up um and then i found i came up, i stumbled apart an article that stated you know that the celica ss3 was a competitor to the Integra Type R, and I'm like, I've never heard of this car. Mm, yeah. um, and when I searched, I searched Celica SS3 because I wanted to get more information on the car. Yep. The first suggested question was, "Are is the Celica a girl's car?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that uh, from one of my cousins. Gave me that shit with the seventh gen. With that's the a thing. So that it kind of was. Uh, from him at least oh, yeah but he was a younger guy kind of like the v6 mustang was for a while probably yeah okay uh, yeah I, I had never heard that about the i don't know about the celica i mean i still like the the looks of the seventh gen well of course yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i wouldn't buy one again but not because i think it's a girl car yeah i don't know i would buy one of these older ones these yeah. are pretty dope agreed 
But anyway, let's get to our next segment. The E36 M3 track car went to Button Willow, Randy. And we were excited AF. Excited enough that I woke up at 3 in the morning mm-hmm. to be there at 6. Um, you make it on time? To, and I made it on time. Nice. No problems, no issues. You all knows me by name at this point. Uh-huh. So it's pretty cool. Um, so I, I get there, you know, do, do go through the normal motions of setting up the car, putting the splitter and bumper on, go get mm-hmm. tech inspected or whatever. Um, and I hadn't been to Button Willow. Um, I had been to Button Willow as a spectator, but I've never been on the track. All right. Um, and this is the first time the E36 M3 is going out there. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I did some sim work. I, you know, kind of looked at a ton of videos and I was like, all right. I, I kind of understand where the line needs to be, but I have no idea how fast I need to go, what gear I need to be in, where am mm-hmm. I braking. Sounds so like, like me at my first track <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is what I'll focus on, right? I'm not okay. really focused on times. Right. But, you know, to, at some level you want to – it's the only real measure of performance, so you want to be decent. Um, And then uh, when I get there, Haim is there, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, he had offered to take me out on a ride-along. Um, I didn't in your know what, car or his? in his car. Okay. And I had, I had, I actually hadn't put together what that meant yet, but this dude actually burned his first session. It isn't burned. I wouldn't say burned completely cause he is driving it hard. Okay. But he's got, you know, 200 pounds in his car uh-huh. kind of weighing his times down. So okay. I'm like, you know, it's, it's pretty cool that somebody would give that up to give you a ride along. And that took me from like level one, to level 10 of 100, uh, seeing him go through the track uh, with it the EG. It did a few things, right? Okay. Uh, one, it made me really nostalgic. Oh, uh, the front-wheel drive uh, hatch? Front-wheel drive hatch. Uh-huh. Dude, that thing has – his car has so much grip. Oh, I really? I thought it was going to let go well before, you know, what, what he was given that, that car. And he was given that car everything. <laughs> and, I mean – it's it's a ton of fun, but I was like, okay, I, th- what I was I was like, this is how fast I need to be. All right, this is this is how fast it's safe to go here. Mm. There are some terms that I would have for sure been going too fast for, and some oh, terms that I would have okay. for sure been going way too slow for. Interesting. And so I'm like, all right, cool. Now, so now I kind of get it. So I'm like, I'm excited, dude. I'm like, hell yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some good things today. Mm-hmm. So I get into the the classroom. Um, before our first session and kid you not, dude, it compared to when you and I went Mm -hmm. maybe four or five times the amount of people. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, dude. Really? Oh, dude, it was packed. And, and I had mentioned to Jaime before I went, I was like, dude, like just out in like the parking lot, I'm like, it's just way more people that, than any of the other events. He's like, oh yeah, it's packed. Is it because of the track itself or things are opening up? Like, what What do you think the I reason think, is? So, the, the track is very popular. Okay, it's renowned. People yeah. want to drive it. People want to drive it. So, mm-hmm. I think I think that has to do with it. Maybe COVID kind of lifting, maybe. Or maybe there's a lot of people that live near Bunt Willow. I don't know. But it was well, well beyond what I had seen the previous events with NASA. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, huh, okay, whatever. you know. And then I even posted. I was like, pros. You know, people are driving cons. Traffic's going to be bad. But I did not know how bad it was going to actually be. I bet it was really bad. Oh, dude, it was so bad, man. I did. So I I did kind of a lap where I stayed and basically 
in a comfortable third gear the entire way. Damn, really? Yeah, so you dude. basically cruised I was on the cru- track. I was cruising on the track, and I was like, I need to do something about this. So I pull into the hot pits, yep. and I'm waiting. So I'm like, I'm going to let everybody pass and give it some time. So the train that was holding me up took off. Then I'm looking. I'm like, okay, now I can go. Before I can go, another train of cars is coming. And so then I stop. I'm like, I'll go after this train. I let them go, and then there's still more cars coming behind them. Damn. So I'm like, damn, i got to find any gap. So finally an E46 passes by, and it seems to be the last car. So I give him some time. I take off maybe two, three turns. I've already caught up to the E46. <laughs> you okay. know, And I've, there's no passing zones in HPD2. Like in, in certain zones, I can't pass. Oh, okay. So I'll have to stay behind them until I make it to oh, where I can pass. Okay. So then finally I make it to where I can pass, and then I just end up at another train. And it was just like this the entire session. And um, I'm pretty frustrated at this point. I'm like, dude, you know, at this point my complaint is NASA oversold the event. Right. You know, they know how many cars fit on the track. Right. This is sort of not cool if we're each paying 200 bucks. Yes. You know, to come be on the track. I know you got to make money. I get that. You know, that's right. That's I absolutely understand that that needs to happen. But I, I'm sure you made money in the other tracks before this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't this packed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Burke. I don't know if you know who that is. He drives no. a Viper with a Torco. Oh, the red one. The, yeah, that's, yes. exactly. Renowned. So, um, so he, even he I watched his video after the event and even he said in his TT classes where everybody knows how to drive or T, yeah, the TT class too much traffic that there's too much traffic. He was complaining about traffic, too. And I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one. You know, this thing was definitely oversold. Oh, okay. so I'm like, ah, oh, crap, dude. And then so I'm like, whatever. I'm, I got frustrated after the first session. And so we go back to the classroom. Um, we get our we wrap up or whatever. And then. Um, there's drama. In the classroom, in the classroom. So okay. one of the instructors is in there and they're like waiting for somebody and they're like, are you in the hypercolor Supra? Are you in the hypercolor Supra? And everybody's like, no, what's no. hypercolor? What color so hypercolor, it's like it's the cr- it changes colors, the green and purple one or or is it's it like, a, it's like it's a wrap. Al- it's almost it's a wrap. It's like almost blue. Okay. I think it's a wrap. Uh-huh. It's almost blue. But then when it's moving around, it changes a ton of colors, okay, like holographic sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's like, no, 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 no. And so then they f- realize that the person that they're looking for did not show up to class. Sure. So they're like, oh, that 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 explains a lot. That explain, that's exactly what they said. That explains a lot, right? right? So then they go into the spiel. And so they said that this Supra uh-huh. cut off. So from what I can remember, and this is I didn't see it. This mm-hmm. is what was explained. From what I can remember, um, coming around, I guess going into I five, which I mean to you doesn't really mean a lot, but um, to the listeners, I guess coming on I, onto I five, uh, coming through there, uh, the Supra cut off. I think it was a Mini Cooper. Okay. And cut him off so badly that she put him in the dirt. Oh shit! And took him off track. Damn. And uh-huh. I'm like, everybody's like gasp, you know, yeah, like that's, that's, that's come dangerous, on, yes. you know, like that's super dangerous. And so 
the instructors are like preaching about safety and how this shouldn't have happened. And um, they're praising the the driver of the Mini Cooper because he had pretty quick hands to avoid the the collision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, oh, Lord, they're going to bury this driver. And I'm yes. like, you know, this is and, and the the instructor guy even said, if this was my class, this person wouldn't make it back out on the track. Right. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of us out here. Mm-hmm. Why put somebody unsafe out there? Yes. So the person doesn't show up. Right. So they're preaching to the wrong pre- people. Um, and then that instructor leaves and he comes back and he comes back with the driver. OK. Now, I'm not going to say that this influenced the decision or not, but he comes in and he's like, I talked to you. You, you, you know, we, we talked. Right. We're good. And she's like, yeah. And she. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the instructor guy, um, our instructor, Mad Dog, okay. was like, you know, are we OK? Do we, you know, do we need to talk? And she's like, no. And the instructor guy says, now everybody's watching you. So, you know, be careful or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. So class continues as if nothing. Right. Like we all got bitched at. For be, for, a, for, for, for some, another driver, for another driver. And yes. then but then this driver gets like a, a, a you know, slap on the wrist kind of talk or whatever. Was she cute? OK, let me wait. Hold on. <laughs> OK. So then the instructor comes back. He comes back into the office. The instructor that found her and came in. Right. Like mm-hmm. 10 minutes later. No. OK, let's five minutes later comes back and set and points her points at her and says, you know, like, I just want you to know we support you. You know, we don't want to, you know, we're not here to to be mean or whatever. I'm kind of right. You're paraphrasing, I, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know, but but he basically said we're here to support you. Okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where was the that person shouldn't be on the oh, track? Exactly, Voice. dude. And I'm thinking like, I don't want this person on the same track as me. Yeah. You yeah, know, like yeah, there's yeah. some there's some lessons that need to be taught there that maybe shouldn't be with on a track with a high traffic, you know? And this was a new Supra, right? Brand this new was Supra, a new Supra, new Supra, Mark V Supra. Okay. And she was like a nine. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In yeah. the face or every, the whole package? Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for real. That okay, here. I'm, okay, um, <laughs> she was a very, very attractive woman dressed very, very attractively. Okay. I'll say okay. that. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, you know. I, so yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like you know, like tight shirt, oh definitely all long sleeve stuff and stuff. But that's all I could think of. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. kind of like you guys really just kind of backed off because you thought she was cute, right? Uh, and put my life in danger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so ensuing sessions was she still as dangerous? Um, I never saw her again. Oh, okay, I don't okay. know if maybe on the she track got you mean nervous. Yeah, I don't oh, know if she okay. ever made it back on or or what. I didn't end up seeing her anymore. Not even on the grid, huh? Not even on the grid. Mm. Not that I was looking, but really, no. You know, I was kind of, I was kind of, I was really, really frustrated. Oh, oh, right. Well, one, I I had my leg issues that I told you about, right? So I was having my hip pain was was getting really bad. Mm -hmm. So that was already put me in a bad mood. At the same time, I'm not able to hit, you know, speeds that I want to hit. So I made sort of an impulsive decision in my frustration. You got right? her number. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Way. I'm kidding. Not a chance. Uh-huh. Not a uh-huh. chance. Um, 
I actually went to the guy that graduates you for uh, HPD three. Yes. And said, I want to try for HPD three. Okay. Looking back, oh, before I finish that story, looking back, I mean, first time on this track, the ballsy, right? Second session, ballsy, on the first time on this yeah, track, right? Right, right, right. And before just, your second session, before my second yeah, session, yeah, that's ballsy. All right. So, and I'm just like, I need room. So that's what I'm. That's the excuse I'm gonna use to graduate. Had I used my own system of what I had building up to, I mm-hmm. would have never tried it. Uh huh. But I wanted to get my money's worth. Yes. So he's like, okay. So the guy's name is Fulton. So mm-hmm. he's like, okay, uh, yeah, we can try it out. Just uh, put a big F on the rear of your car, which I already thought was a bad sign. But on the rear windshield, put a big F. That way I'll know it's you because F for Fulton, I guess. Okay. And on the grid, let me know where you're at. So I get to the grid and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm I'm trying to get checked out for HPD3. And he's like, okay, go park behind my car. Uh huh. So I'm like, oh, hell yeah. At the very least, I get to go out first with this guy. So I'll be able to get at least one good lap. Sure. Right. Makes sense. That so makes I'm like, at sense. the very least, this is what we get. Mm-hmm. But at this point now, I'm like, OK, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm hyping myself up. Sure. I'm sure. like, oh, fuck. Yeah, we're we're going to we're going to hit it as hard as we can. Mm-hmm. So um, he tells me, he's like, OK, we're going to leave first. You know, just wait right here. When I take off, just follow me. I'm like, all right, cool. So he tells the grid worker what the plan is, mm-hmm. and the grid worker completely ignores it. Oh. And he sends, he starts sending people in. Oh, and I'm like, okay, gosh. at this point, there's no way you're going to like stop them or, or get right. them to come back. Right, like, right, it's right. done. Yes. So Fulton points at him. He's like, hey, man, like, I was supposed to go first. So he lets the entire row go. <laughs> of course. And then he stops the second row from going and lets us go. Okay. So Fulton is driving and he's trying to hold back as much as he can. We're like crawling through the track just to make some space. Mm. Right. And so then finally we make a little bit of space and he takes off a bit. We hit a straight and he tells me to go in front. Mm. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in front. So in my thinking, I'm like, okay. For HPD3, you need to have pace. You need to be safe. You need to know the line. Um, but I wasn't thinking that I had to be very aggressive with, like, braking or anything like that. Sure. In hindsight, I should have just been going 100% on everything. Mm. But because of my leg, I wanted to take that easy. So I kind of took it easy a bit and whatever. But I, I was driving really, really hard. So I didn't get – maybe I got through half a lap. Mm-hmm. Before I caught up the train again. Okay. So I didn't get a full lap to go through, you know, Bunt Willow, and that, and then we got stuck in traffic. Both Fulton and I got stuck in traffic, and we're literally in a giant train for the next two laps, and then he disappears. And I think he went off track, and I'm like, maybe that's a good sign. Maybe I passed on half a lap. Mm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm still feeling good because I was going pretty quick. So uh, you know, compared to what Hyman was doing. You know, kind of feeling out those speeds. Yes. So I'm right. like, all right, cool. I, I think I'm okay. So we get the session ends. It's another shit se- session with a ton of traffic. Mm-hmm. My Garmin isn't working again. <laughs> uh, that which, sucks. Which I need to, f- yeah, I need to figure that out because I think it's too expensive to not work. Right. Um, and so we go back in and uh, I can't, usually when somebody tries for HPD3 in the classroom session in the download after, 
it's announced whether that person passed or not. Okay. But I don't think Fulton went to talk to Mad Dog about it. So nothing was stated. I'm like, oh, crap. So now I have to go find Fulton. So I'm looking for Fulton. I'm looking. I can't really find him. He's driving around and finally catch up to him. And I'm like, hey, man, so how did I do? And he's like, oh, he's like, you're a tenth off. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, you're not breaking as hard as you should be. And I'm like, ah, crap. So then I tell him, I was like, in my head, thinking that this might give me some leeway. Yeah, honestly. So I was like, you know, I I am having kind of leg issues right now. Um, and that's why I was taking it easy on that part. And he's like, yeah, you might want to take some leave and try again. Dang. Oh, I was like, oh. <laughs> and he said it with a smile, too. I was oh, like, oh, damn. Bastard. But he's right. You know, like, he, you know, if you're not ready, you're not ready. Okay. Um, okay. So and then he tells me and then he gives me uh, give me some advice going through cotton corners. Uh huh. How to how to get a little faster there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. You know, thank you. You know, but I, you know, inside I'm kind of like, oh, fuck, fuck, yeah, yeah, dude. Failed the driving test. Yeah, you failed yes. the driving test. Yes. I, I think I've. This is the first driving test I've failed. Okay. Okay. Um. So I was like, shit, dude, that kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of yeah. bummed out at this point for sure. And because of the traffic, because I I couldn't get HPD three, uh-huh. because my leg, and I was like, I'm done. You know, I, I I gave it up at session two after session two and I called it. That's why you were home early. That's why I was home early. Yeah, that's why I was home early, because, you know, the the unsafe driver thing, the amount of traffic there was, mm. I I wasn't going to get HPD three this session. Mm-hmm. It mm. was just kind of all burnt for me. And then I just I, I honestly I was just down. I was like, man, like this, this is this sucks, you uh, know, like kind of sore loser a little bit because it was I was sore. I was well, right. Yeah. It was kind of like, fuck, man, like, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, so I uh, that's kind of where I ended up. That's for, why you don't want to meet that day because <laughs> yeah, uh, we were going to talk about. Oh, no. Well, oh, okay, I, since okay. I ended up home early. I kind of I was spending it with the missus. And, yes. You know, I just right. don't want to interrupt that. Okay. Uh, okay. But but yeah, that's it. That's kind. It was kind of a bad outing. Well, I mean, the, tra- the traffic alone would frustrate me, and that does worry me about June. Yeah. For when I want to go back to Fontana. Right. But you didn't have real tra- – I mean, you had, like, a car here and there, but well, there wasn't real traffic issues there. Well, is it the track's fault for being shorter, and that's why there it, there was traffic, or – No, there w- it was just oversold. Okay, so yeah, that's what I mean is, like, are they going to oversell the June event that I want to go to at Fontana – and it's the same problem that you're stating. Although you could pass on the Roval, but yeah, there's. I mean, there was a lot of places to pass in at Bone Willow too. Okay. I mean, maybe it could, it could be possible. Yeah. yeah, I've started to look more seriously at other organizations mm-hmm. now. Um, so Cal Drivers Club, where there's no. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe you know, do a couple, you know, those independent organization track days. Mm-hmm. Develop your chops, and then when you're ready to graduate, then go to a NASA event. Ah, interesting. You know, yeah. Um, and until I get into TT, I might not stay consistent with my NASA days because mm. of that. We'll see after Big Willow in May. Um, you know, if it's right. still a problem, right? Then it most likely will be a problem at Auto Club, right? And, and that'll then, be a good identifier for me to be like hey maybe i'll find another yeah we'll go to another organization there's right. a lot popping up now or maybe we can just host our own that'd or that kinda, that'd be kind of dope uh, the big tracks the big boy yeah, tracks it would have to be during the week we don't have weekend money <laughs> <laughs> 
Broke five broke. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Yeah. I would probably do a weekday if we were, though. Obviously, I would do a weekday. Oh, for sure. And be willing so to ho- if we were hosting oh, it. Oh, hell yeah. Just invite like a cr- close group of friends and just yeah. bombing on the track the whole day. Yeah, that'd be nice if it's just like a couple of you. But do the workers help you with the grid set? They don't, right? They're not there. You yeah, don't... there's there. You have to pay for that. Oh. I think that's part of the track rental. Oh, I think. Yeah. really? There's has to be like flag people. There has to be. I, I don't know who provides that, though. I don't I, I think it's the track because I always see the same people there. Right. And that makes sense. Um, But I don't know if that's on top of whatever the rental fee is. I, I don't know how that works. I've never gotten right. any of the big tracks. I mm. mean, I think the only one we tried to get was uh, Apple Valley Speedway. Right. And you get nothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get nothing. And I, I've lost interest after going to uh, you Adams. Know. Adams. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah I, I feel the same way, too. Right. I feel the same like, way. Just it's. The go-kart experience is like, I'd rather drive that in a go-kart. Yes, yes. Than drive a car of my own on yeah, there. Yeah, completely agree. Right? Completely so. agree. And plus, it just felt like I was beating up my car way more for the amount of fun I was having. Very little fun. For, yeah. It's cheap. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but still, even then, it was only like, what, two sessions of two laps each or something three, three sessions? sessions of like yeah a couple laps yeah on a short ass track yeah i definitely wasn't thinking about racing after adams yeah but i was after, after auto club auto club yeah. yeah i think you'll love big willow too i could see that yeah i could definitely you should see go that. in may uh. <laughs> <laughs> but to wrap up button willow uh, uh shout out to high man for getting second place Third, I thought. I thought no, I saw got, third. No, sec- uh, and on Saturday when I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. he got second okay. place okay. Uh, in TT5, uh-huh. I think. Is that like a stock um, yeah, class? Yeah, it's, it's, it's by power to weight. And that oh, one, it's yeah, power to weight That one, all, those, all the pretty much EG level, stock EG level cars are the ones that run. Nice. Yeah. So so he has no suspension upgrades on his car. No, he does. Okay. He does. So it's purely suspension, no power then. Yeah, no, no power. power. I don't know what the actual rules are. I mean, uh-huh, there's, uh-huh. there's a full set of rules. Okay. Uh, But he definitely has suspension on there, and he's got, you know, upgraded tires or whatever. No cage either. No, no cage. Not yeah. yet. I think he's getting ready for wheel to wheel, and when he does that, then he's going to cage mm, it. Okay. okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Out. That's how uh, Bunt Willow went. Uh, it was definitely probably the worst track day out of all the ones that I've had. Better than your shakedown. <laughs> ah. Oh no! Oh wow! Actually, Jeez, that's okay. A, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, good uh, comparison. Good something to think about. Very because right? it, it was very similar. Okay, frustration similar. from a frustration it, perspective. I mean, if if we look at the arc of the story, yes. Guy builds car, right? <laughs> guy eats shit. You know, guy. You know, guy. He's gonna go to the track. Oh, there's a valley. U-Haul doesn't want to give him a, a you know, uh-huh. a trailer. Like shit, he's not gonna be able to go. Oh, we found one in the morning. Oh uh-huh, shit, we can up. make it for half of the day. Uh-huh. Oh shit, we're at the track. Fall we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. <laughs> Fall off a cliff, nosedive yes. as the climax. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that same shitty feeling I felt when I came off the track uh-huh. is the same shitty feeling I got when he told me that I was a tenth off mm-hmm. HPD three. Okay. So if if we compare the stories, they're very similar. Sure, you know, sure. very excited for Bun Willow, new, oh. new track. 
Right. Right. And right. then all of a sudden there's a dip. Traffic is killing the situation. There's dangerous people on the track. Mm. Uh, you know, fuck it. Let's get at least HPD three out of this. Mm. Try for that. Don't no, get it. No pancake on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Egg on <laughs> face. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. No, I was uh, Andy Melanakis. Oh, that gosh. One. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but, yeah, that's so it wasn't. It's hard to say which one was worse. Mm. They were very similar in sort of the trajectory of emotions. The, the traffic thing would definitely be frustrating. Yeah. It's almost like, why am I even here? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I could be doing this on a damn freeway. Yeah. That's or a, a canyon. That's run. exactly what I told Jaime. I was like, this felt like I was driving to work. Yeah. You know, in traffic, like I usually do. Which right. Kind of cruising. Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah. And I found out later in talking to Jaime that the cards are stacked against me with getting up to HPD three, HPD four, because the guy, the only guy that can sign you off most of his life. He's driven E36 M3. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, dude. So when he was saying that I wasn't braking hard enough, uh-huh. the guy knows when my brake lights need to come out on that track. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, okay. he's that in tune with the car oh, that okay. he's going to be able to, you know, critique everything about the driving, which is great. You know, that and means. Not. Yeah. And not. Right. It's yes. great in that I, I'll be I'll definitely be a, a great driver once I start uh-huh. moving up. Yes. But then not because there are you know, you might be able to get away with some of that stuff if I was driving a different car. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, OK. But yeah, that's uh, that was Button Willow. Uh, I'm still happy about going back. The track is fun as fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. The track. The track is great. Okay, but we just need to get there with no traffic. Okay, yeah, that's that needs to be the goal. But let's move into our next topic. There's some drama in Prelude Land. So I need to invest in camera security at my house. Oh, what? Yes. So this past week, I thought a bird like had diarrhea on my car. Okay, but it was actually that somebody egged my car. It's the first time I'd ever been like pranked on like that in such a way oh so wait, yeah wait a second yeah what i think the same thing happened to me really yeah wait did you have egg on your car yeah it happened it was it was egg on, but up until this point i thought it was just like we had seagulls or something <laughs> <laughs> wait at your house or from my I'm, I'm after ha- after recording the pod did I bring my no? I didn't bring my truck last week. I brought. Oh, the, it was the truck. It was the truck. It was oh, at my house, dude. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And it was like all over the side of the car. I had to literally clean all of that shit off. Yeah. Now that you're saying it, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Well, I like I said, I just drove past it, left for the day in the minivan. I was like, oh wow, a bird took a massive <laughs> shit. <laughs> on my car damn <laughs> i thought you were gonna tell me that somebody shit on your car like, oh that would be worse <laughs> uh, actually that would be less worse than the eggs really I, I think so i don't know actually i don't know you would prefer human shit <laughs> than the eggs well the <laughs> eggs the shit you can really spray off uh, the eggs they oh, you, damage oh, that, the paint yeah yeah well i, I think human shit would damage it too <laughs> <laughs> depends on what if the guy ate eggs but <laughs> Good point. <laughs> right. But nonetheless, yeah, yeah, so I come home and I see the eggshells on my driveway. I'm like, fucking A. Then it like Oh, maybe mine was birds then because I didn't see eggshells. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, so I did have massive birds. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> with massive diarrhea. Massive you need diarrhea, to, yeah. To keep yeah, because it was up. bad. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah, so, I mean, it's the stepchild car of my three cars in my stable. Right. It's the least favorite. Right. So I wasn't bummed about it. I just ran out to the car wash that moment that I f- realized what it was. Middle of the night, wash the car. Um, but it was a little like, really like why? I, I, I couldn't tell if it was kids or not, obviously. Cause I don't, I don't have security yeah. right now. And I mean, who, who hates a prelude that much? That's what I was thinking. I was like, did man, you are you to really any of your neighbors? Well, they did get hit too. Oh, okay. The one, um, next to me, the and, white one, uh, not the rental, the, his truck. Okay. Got it on the tire. Okay. But he has a floodlight in the front of his house. Okay. So I think they got scared off by that. But then the next van down yeah. on the street got hit got, pretty got, hard got too. Hit too. Okay. But that's it. Cause I walked up and down the street to check it out. So I was like, really? This is the prelude that hated? <laughs> no, well, obviously not. Since right, you right, got right. you got other people involved. Right, right. I definitely think you should invest in camera camera security. Well, clearly I am now, but yeah. there goes some mod money. But I don't think you need to worry. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, you have you ever egged anything before? No, never. So it wasn't karma for me, in my opinion. I mean, I probably did something else. Karma doesn't work, you know, eye for an eye like that. And so. to your point, I thought, like, did I cut somebody off? Like, I was trying to, like, <laughs> scan my brain. Did it I cut somebody off? It was probably something you did, like, 15 years ago or something, you know? Maybe, yeah. but... What was her name? <laughs> <laughs> the girl at the track. No, kidding. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, at first, that's what my wife thought, too. I was like, man, did, did he cut somebody off? Because he drives like an asshole sometimes. <laughs> So we were both pondering on that, but then seeing the other cars, I was like, okay, then it probably wasn't me. Yeah. I didn't get followed home, and they, you know, ruined my car. And it wasn't the S2000, or even the minivan would have frustrated me a lot more than the Prelude did. Yeah. Which really tells you the rank of my feelings for the cars. 100%, dude. Right? You need to sell that thing and and get your Celica. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. It wouldn't be worth trading for a seller. But in terms but. of the egging, you won't have to worry again. Um, you think so? Why do I you say that? It, it's like a, it, you think it's a one-time thing? Like, yeah, egging is one of those things you do when you're a stupid kid. And right. it's, you kind of do it for the adrenaline rush. And then it's over and that's kind of it. I mean, only losers keep doing keep doing it. And then the same car, right? Yeah, and the same car. I think you're fine. I mean, like normally it's houses. That, uh, we right. did, we did, I, I was participate. I participated in an egging once. Okay. Okay. It was Halloween, you know, the stereotype. Yeah, right? sure. Um, sure. So we're, we're walking down this neighborhood and mm-hmm. the, one of my friends who I'm with, it was three of us. One uh-huh. of my friends who I'm with points out the house that his, uh, childhood bully lives in. Oh, nice. So, okay. um, at this point we're already walking around mm-hmm. with backpack with a backpack that has eggs in it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the intentions were told were there. And so then I told him, I was like, this, this house takes all the eggs, right. you know, <laughs> sure. This is it. Right. So it was premeditated. Obviously it was very, yeah. Very, like it sort of happened by chance, but definitely premeditated immediately prior to it happening. Okay. Right. So, on, right on. um, so we, you know, we're all like, get ready. It's like eight 30. So not so that there's late. Still people kind of walking around and but it's kind of dying down in that particular i mean it's kind of the hood so it, it kind of dies down pretty quickly mm-hmm. um it's sort of approaching nine at this point and we're just kind of standing there 
So we're like, okay, everybody grab a set of eggs. So we each grabbed four eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a carton of 12 eggs. We yep. each grabbed four eggs. And uh, I took my four like onto the roof and onto mm-hmm. some of the windows. My buddy, who's bully it was yeah starts running towards the house and i'm like what the <laughs> hell is this food doing and my other b- friend is also chucking from far away yeah this guy noticed that uh, the window was open and there was a fan like right in front of the window running at hot in at a high pace right <laughs> okay. so he gets close to the house and uh-huh. like literally like a back against a wall like burglar status yeah, like yeah. maybe 2 feet away uh-huh. from the window uh-huh. and starts chucking the eggs into the fan <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He throws all four eggs in the fan, and you can hear it. Right, right. And I'm like, what the hell? So we just take off running. Uh We have no idea what happened. We didn't hear anybody say anything. Mm. But after that, it was kind of like, Immediately, it was like, oh, my God, like, what the fuck? This mm. is crazy. Like, we're all this adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, we're awesome. Yeah, and yeah. immediately after that, we're like, man, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. Were you seventh grade, middle school? This was. That's like a middle school age thing to do, isn't it? It was. Uh, I don't know. If it was, or high yeah, school. I don't know if it was seventh or eighth grade. Right. See, there you go. One might have been seventh. It was okay. definitely after elementary school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might have been seventh considering the friends that I was with. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it was seventh grade, but yeah, that's, that's sort of the age where that's probably the age of the people that that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like, man. I mean, if they got scared off by a floodlight. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, definitely not as ballsy as my homie was. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But I wasn't frustrated actually. I was like, well, it's, again, I mean, it's, at least it wasn't inside your house. Right? It wasn't inside the house. There's no fan. Um, I didn't feel threatened or feel like I have to like, you know, protect my house further other than camera security. But if I even see that it's just some seventh grader, I'm not going to like call the neighborhood watch or whatever, you know, like the next door app and all that stuff. It's just I just attest it to just kids being kids like what you were saying. Exactly. I mean, it's still not right. It's still, it's still not right. I still, don't rec- I still don't encourage it. Agreed. Um, and I've never done it, but, but whatever. It, uh, but yeah, it happens. I mean, it's it's as they say, a story as old as time, right? <laughs> yeah. Kids yes. have been doing this shit for decades. Yes, that's true. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to experience any more drama. But if you do, at least we'll talk about it. Yeah, that's true. At least it's not like I said, at least it's not inside your house. Just and make sure it wasn't you permanent. Don't, you don't leave the S1000 out there. Exactly. Which is it's out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> if we go out there right now and there's eggs on it, I imagine that you will immediately go online and start buying like the state of the art. <laughs> right. Which is what I did, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, I yeah. Need, but yeah. if have it for the S2000, you'll be like, check out, check yes, out, check yeah, out. Buy my, yeah, like <laughs> 10 cameras yeah. in the trees. You know, All like, pointing at the S2000. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh, man, that sucks. But, you know, whatever it happens, hopefully it doesn't happen to us. Well, birds got me. Birds got you. I mean, it was I mean, the whole side of the car was covered. dude. So it wasn't egg yolk. It wasn't. I guess it wasn't egg yolk. I mean, you meant when you mentioned it, I was like, maybe that's what it is, because it was just so much of it. But I think it was just shit. Somebody was probably feeding birds. Alka Seltzer or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> it was bad. Yikes. It was bad. But let's get into our last segment and our newest segment of the year, Randy, the finish line. Mm-hmm. And what the finish line is, we're going to start with, um, and these can be suggestions, but so far 
we've kind of come up with these topics. I'll start with a sentence that we need to finish. Okay. And this week's is letting someone else drive my car is like. For you want me to finish that? Yeah. The only thing I could think of, and this is probably too extreme, is like sharing your girlfriend. But that's not really true. Oh man, yeah, that's that's, that's heavy. Pro- that's too extreme, right? Yeah, that's like, heavy. It's a car. I've let my friends drive it. Is um, that how you treated your girlfriend? No, exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm like that's too extreme. Okay, okay, yeah. So, um, letting somebody I don't trust sleep at my house. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I feel like that's a good description. Whether like a whether they're a klepto or they're just kind of dirty and you don't want them to sleep in your guest room bed, even <laughs> dirty, you know, like that yeah. kind of a person. You have experience in this department. I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yes. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. and I think it sort of generates a similar feeling. Yeah. It's like putting on someone else's dirty socks. Oh, that. Ooh, that's gross. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. won't kill you. Yeah. You know, more likely than not, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. You might, it, things might stink a little bit, mm-hmm. but you'll be fine. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels for me. And obviously, like, with, like, you, I would trust you driving my car. Mm-hmm. But even, even you, you know, somebody that I respect and I know can drive, elicits a reaction initially yes before you can make before you rationalize and say oh he's fine he can drive Mm -hmm. when you uh jumped into my e92 the first time i got it to just ride in it just to just check out the feel of it oh just in the driver's seat just in the driver's seat you weren't even driving it yes it it already sort of starts eliciting that response (laughs) kind of Yeah, you know, like, why are... is someone else in my car? Yeah, you know, right, right, right. It's not like for me. It's definitely it. There's definitely a bit of that feeling. Mm, okay, you have okay. to definitely trust someone to let you drive for your sure. Car. For sure. For you, are you like that with every car, or is it just the S two thousand? Well, the minivan I give two shits about. Really? Okay. The Prelude. Somebody test drove it because they almost bought it and they right. didn't. That's uh, different though. Uh, when you're selling the car, you're kind of preparing mentally. For someone that, else. That's a good point. Sharing your girlfriend. So my best friend did drive my S2000. Mm-hmm. And he beat the fuck out of it. And you were like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> why did I let this guy drive my car? Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. First, it was kind of like, yeah, go go drive my car, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, I was like, because he was trying to, like, stay in VTech. Yeah. As he was downshifting. Oh. But he was like, he wasn't missing. Well, he was because he wasn't staying like, in VTech. Me, 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 me. Yes, basically. <laughs> Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. And you're like, oh, you know, like this feeling in your stomach. Like, dude, yeah. why did I let this fucking guy? Like, you just put on someone else's dirty socks. And he doesn't drive my old Civic very well. Oh, shit. Why? Or he doesn't take care of it very well. I should right. Say. It's so beat up. I look at, I mean, I've, you know. So on merit alone, he shouldn't have been driving it. Exactly. Damn. He doesn't even, the visors don't even stay up anymore. Oh, like, what? You, I was like, how do you break the visors? And that's not his only car that has broken visors. I've never in my life. I know. Never in my life have I had a visor go bad on me. And this is my best friend. Oh, damn. So uh, he's let Cheerios in the backseat of his car for like months. My old car. Oh. Yeah. He leaves like his life. His kids just snack away and doesn't vacuum it. Like that's how he's treated. That so that's Civic. his prelude. <laughs> or he's a bad keeper of his own shit. Right. Okay. Because I gave him a very good example of a S- Civic Si, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I remember that car. Yeah. And it was so, clean. 
Yeah, so uh, just him driving my car. It was probably the wrong person because I've had another person drive it. So he redeemed best friend points, not driver points. Correct. To get the S2000. Yes, yeah. And then you were like, fuck, you ran out of points, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, he's not yeah. touching that thing again. He's he, not getting in the driver's seat Damn, again. that's... That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it, man. It's, yeah, it's... It's rough with those cars. You don't want people to beat... Like, even when I've... I've had um, when one of my buddies in college got a 350Z. Okay. Um, he was prob that was probably the fastest car in the group. Okay. You know, like we're all it's pretty kids, fast at know? that time. But at that time, you know, it's it's quick, and he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, oh, dude, you should drive it. You should drive it because I'm one of the few that he knows that drives stick. Okay. And I'm like, you know, I'd love to drive it, man, but you know, are you sure? You know, and I mean, it was this whole dance of him begging me to drive his car, mm -hmm. and I finally drove his car, and I babied it. Oh, okay. And yeah. I'm like, it's not my car, you know. Yeah. Like, I just, I, just like I wouldn't want somebody to do it to mine, mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it to someone else. Unless they said, dude, take it to Redline. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the, you know, weeks go by after that and we meet up at a party or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, man, you know, you know, remember when I let you drive my car? Mm -hmm. He's like, you were so smooth with it. And and it was cool. And, you know, we got to high speeds and you had fun. And you thought it was quick. Right. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, he's like, I let David ride it, uh, drive it. And this was uh, another friend of ours. Uh -huh. He's like, I, need, I let dr David drive it. And either he doesn't know how to drive or what. Man, I'm never letting someone drive my car again. <laughs> He beat like, the fuck out of it or he beat, the, he beat oh. the fuck out of it. He said he was missing shifts oh, and that he grind he grinded one. Oh yeah, gosh. dude. And I was like, and it, those are the stories yes. that keep you from, you know, yeah. giving it to someone. Yeah. And I was like, damn, yeah, dude, that's probably the best decision. I told you, like, I feel uncomfortable driving your car for that reason. Yeah. You never sure. want to be the person that's beaten up on someone's car. And so that actually leads me to a question associated. Okay. So my parents are coming. Okay. And my dad's not a car guy. Okay. But I asked the wife, I was like, do you think Pop will actually want to drive the S2000? Right. Because he shat on my Forester. He's like, that's the ugliest fucking car I've ever seen. Right. It's like, then fine, don't fucking drive it, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think with this one, I think he'll want to drive it. So the question is, associated with this topic, would you let your dad drive either one of your two M's? My dad gets to have whatever he wants oh he does yeah really yeah. Really, dad, really dad you know dad is kind of like i mean he, i guess you know he's sort of maybe not maybe not uh the sole purpose obviously but he's sort of the reason why we have the stuff we have true that's right? true that's a good point good you argument. know so it's kind of like if he wants to get his kicks, if he wants to go do donuts, if he wants to blow up that engine, uh -huh. I think I'm glad you asked that question. I think my dad would probably be the only one to have that license. Oh, really? Yeah. To whom the car? To either the of car. the cars. Yeah. Like, I mean, no questions asked. If, if I mean, obviously, if he came up to me and says, I want to go run your engine to the ground, that'd be like. Bro, why? But he could pay for it. But right, yeah, he would. But I, I wouldn't even expect that. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like what? Right, what right, what right. I'm saying is, like with your dad, it's just kind of like. I mean, I know he knows how to drive real well too, so it's easy to say this. Sure. Right. Sure. sure so sure. not a not he's not a race driver though. He's, he's not he's a never race driver. Track. Yeah, but he's driven. He like, knows how to drive big stick rigs. Shift. He's driven. Oh, okay. He drives tractors. He operates heavy machinery. He's driven trucks his whole life. He's right. Right. He's right. had a Datsun 280. I mean, it's like you know he's driven all kinds of cars. So he, uh -huh. he knows his way around a car, and he bombs canyons in Guatemala and scares the shit out of my uncle. <laughs> 
<laughs> in what car? The Land Cruiser. And he's done it in an Asusa Trooper, and he's done those it. Those are a, that's scary. I know, and he's done it in a in a Land Cruiser, obviously, which is still scary. It's high. Well, the Trooper is is top heavy. Those are very to top. Over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all but, of I mean, them. Obviously, he he knows what okay, he's doing. Okay, okay. So, but he's going just fast enough to where so my, like, off cliffs. I, this is cliffs. yeah. These are cliffs with yeah. no guardrails, right? No, I mean, third. What's this third world, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Some yeah, of this yeah. shit is dirt. <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! <laughs> and dude. like my uncle is like white knuckling <laughs> <laughs> the whatever you call it yeah the oh shit handles yeah the, sh- the oh shit handles yes, yeah like okay. and, and he's you know bombing the canyon and damn you know he's the one that taught me you know engine braking and and rev matching and all that stuff okay so it's easy for me to say you know he can have it and blow it up but mm. but you know i wouldn't let anyone 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 mm-hmm. and I, not even you <laughs> right take my cars and like go do donuts of course you know i let you go do laps at big willow or whatever and mm-hmm. like the race car that's fine but to go like hoon and for uh, deliberately to be destructive yes nah but only my pops. dad my dad, dad yeah he's got the full license he can take any car he wants okay yeah that's a that's a that's that's, that's I, a, I had never thought of that well that's re- a good question and the reason i thought about it was because my parents refused to buy me a stick shift car right and I, it's a spoiled brat thing to say, and but I will say it. I always wanted a stick shift car. Oh, we all we all did. And they had bought me two cars, right? The fifth gen and the seventh gen Celica, and yeah. they handed me down umpteen cars, like two or three cars, handed down to me. So it's a spoiled brat thing to say. Yes, but they refused to buy me stick shift because my dad believed that I would burn out the clutch, and he didn't want to have to pay for the repairs on the clutch. Right. Okay. Which. All my life, I thought was bullshit, and I still think it's bullshit because I've never burnt out a clutch on my own. Where did he get that from? Did one of your sisters burn out a clutch? No, no, no. Did he burn out a clutch? We've never had a stick shift car in our family. Uh, I mean, he did in previous, you know, in the Philippines and stuff, but right. never here. Did he ever even see you try? That's my point. Uh, no, he did okay. not. Okay. So I don't know if it's a cop out. If it, I was like, dude, oh, we're gonna start some couch sessions right now. Exactly. <laughs> that's totally what this is. <laughs> yeah. So that's why in my head I'm like, well, all my life you never bought me a stick shift or let me have a stick shift from the stable. Yeah. Oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> no, <right? laughs> I already know it's, what you're planning. It's the sun. I already it's, know what you're planning. He's gonna, he's gonna ask you, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna burn out the clutch. <laughs> I will now that you said that because I've never thought about saying that. Yeah, but uh, oh, I might bring it up and he's going to get annoyed with me. Yeah. Probably pissed off. <laughs> Remember when you used to never want to buy me a stick shift car? Yeah. Never burnt out a clutch. <laughs> I mean, if you say it like that, I think it'll be chill. Maybe. Instead of the confrontational how I said Depends it. on his mood and my yeah. mood. But yeah, so he's he might be like, well, fine, then whatever. And I'm like, all right, peace out. And, you know, <laughs> then he's frustrated because he didn't get to fucking drive the car, you know? <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, that'll be that'll be. You should you should GoPro that that trip. Maybe. I, yeah. You know what? I will. Yeah. Because it's already set up for it. Yeah. So I, I, I will do that. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Capture a, a dad. We'll post it for father. Well, also, he hates moonroofs. So, so he, but he's down with convertibles. No, what I mean, then that's my point is, is yeah. because it's a convertible. I'll be like, I, I, I'll, I'll set up standards like you can only drive it with the top down. <laughs> The top yeah. never goes up on this car. It's California. Yeah. You know, like I'll do the things that he doesn't want to do. And <laughs> you asshole. I'm going to be a little bit of an annoying son in this situation. Oh, you got like, definitely got to record it. <laughs> definitely. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah, that might be good content, huh? Yeah. Hell yeah. So we'll I see. do that, too. 
when's your dad? I wonder how my dad would react if I like took him out on a drive. And then just stop by like an empty parking lot and just hooned for like five minutes. My dad was pissed at me one time because there was a dip underneath a bridge in Chicago. Yeah. And I took it like 35, 40 miles an hour. But you felt like the roller coaster thing. Yeah. In your stomach. Right. He was mad at me. For that. For that. Oh, man. Yeah. So he's not a hoon. Type. He has zero interest in hooning and f- car fun in my opinion i think my dad is a bit of an adrenaline junkie is he and well he, for bombing on the fucking thing yeah yeah it sounds like he it. was a bull rider oh yeah, really? was, yeah my dad was a bull rider in his youth so wow that's kind of cool yeah so he i mean yeah he i mean obviously we there was no real market for that out here but he set up when we were younger he set up like training rigs for us to learn how to bull ride too that, there was no market for that back in the day? Nah, I mean, there was a PBR. Because there's rodeos in, like, Ontario and stuff. Oh, yeah, but you're, like, I mean, you're not going to really do that as a hobby for little kids. Oh, you know right, I mean? like, right, right. That's with, what you mean. Back That's in, you, mean. you know, in, in Guatemala, mm-hmm. everybody does this from, like, a childhood age, you uh, know? Oh, really? Yeah, they'll, like, you know. Li- like a calf. Them, It'll yeah, be a small, small, yeah. little chivitos that we call them. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. like, they'll, they'll start with that and then eventually move up to bulls. Damn, dude. You know, out here, I mean. Maybe there was, but we we didn't know of it, right? Because you're in L.A. Yeah, and that's all out here. That's, in all we know is L.A. Yes, you know, right, right. But okay. yeah, my dad set up a giant uh, barrel. Okay, and he put it on cables, uh, four cables. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then we would get on the and on the barrel, and he the... would yank on the cables and teach us how, the different movements. Oh, and you know how to ride a bull and all that really? stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, my dad was super into that stuff. But his arm must be fucked now in his oh, hands. Oh no, no, not really. He, he, they. I mean, he's got some some finger things from construction, but not from the but bull riding. not from bull riding. I mean, it, he left Guatemala when he was eighteen, so it wasn't okay. like he did it. Okay, you know. Professionally, like professionally until he was 30 because the pros, man, yeah, they are fucked. Have up. you seen the Netflix documentary? No, but I've seen some of what happens after a long life of bull riding. Yeah. And, you know, the trippiest part is that my dad, me and my dad used to love watching like it was almost like, you know what the faces of death videos are? Yes, I do. It was almost like that tamer than that. But for bull riding. OK, so like, yeah, they would getting show, they, they will show you all the extreme like sure. injury stuff. Sure. Now thinking about it, I'm like, man, how like how do you watch that and you were a bull and rider? And still want to do it. Yeah, and he told me he would tell me. I mean, you I already know that you're squeamish, so I won't tell these stories. No, you go for it. But he's telling he's told me some crazy stories. Wrap it up with one of them. Wrap so this episode the easiest up with one. one. This isn't the most recent happening, and I think this was like five or seven years ago, maybe a little more than that. Okay. Um, they they have a rodeo, and my my parents are out in Guatemala, mm-hmm. and they have a rodeo, and one of the 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 guys show up and there was this young guy that he was sort of you know still amateurish um you know riding a bull he gets on the bull he gets bucked almost immediately and the bull stomps his face yikes and like half basically his face is cut from forehead down to chin and like it's like flapping oh no and he's dude. and he's like you know he's in agony he's in agony <laughs> Oh, your face, that sucks. your face. I'm that sure there's sucks. a ton of people cringing. Yeah, yeah that, that sucks. sucks. And, you know, the worst part is that you're in, you know, a little rural town. Right. With you third know, world medical. Ex- yeah, exactly. The, no the, plastic the, surgery. The nearest like major hospital has got to be like an hour away. 
And it's your fucking face. And it's your fucking face. And he's like, oh, you know, it's freaking out, freaking out. And, you know, they're trying to hold his face together. And, you know, obviously they put him in a car and take him out. And he ended up being fine. You still see him around? I, I, I've never seen him. Is yeah. his name like Jose Two-Face? <laughs> <laughs> That's cold, bro. <laughs> Jose Mascara? No, hell no, dude. Like, like they're sort of like a uh, you're like instant badge of honor. Oh, fair you enough. Know, with something fair like enough. that okay. happens and you come that's back. That's cool. That's kind of. I don't think okay. anyone's gonna roast you for that. Yeah, that's true. That's you know? true. That's I mean, true. It, it t- I guess maybe only other people who ride bulls could actually roast him for that. You know, which it's not his fault. It wasn't. Uh, I mean, it yeah. is kind of. I mean, he was should, it? shouldn't have been riding bulls. Oh well, <laughs> he wasn't prepared. Is what you're saying? Um, uh, I mean, it happens in so bull riding. He was on the ground and the bull stepped on his face. Yes. Shit, that sucks. Yeah. Really and luckily, it, it it cut. I think instead of smash, that's true. Right? Like that's that, true. That's, that's fucking scary. Do they have rodeo clown type? Yeah, yeah. People? There's, there's okay, always a okay, rodeo there's, clown. Yeah. Okay. There's always a rodeo clown kind of helping situation. But I mean, obviously, with these giant animals, it's hard. Yeah, there's only so much you could do. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I mean, it's still a thing with rodeos today. Oh yeah. When I, you watch it on ESPN two, yeah. like you just watch it the to PBR, wait for the I mean, gore. I've gone. I've you know with Nancy, we've gone to PBR in Ontario. Is that what it is? It's called yeah, uh, yeah professional bull riding. Professional bull riding. It's oh, the, the basically okay. the biggest league here. Okay. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's it's. I mean, there's always something that's happening. It's Dude. like the most contact of contact <laughs> sports. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. That and. Yeah, bullfighting in Spain and the bull run in Spain. Yeah, like, I mean, bullfighting, I mean, that's dangerous for sure. I don't want to discount that, mm-hmm. but it is a little more kind of like tamer. A da- yeah, tamer. It's a dance. Yeah. He's not on the bull riding it. He's that's true. He's stabbing it and guiding it. In yeah. And out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, bull riding. I mean, I think bull riding is still a little more humane. Obviously, you're not killing the bull. You're not killing the bull. Yeah. Do they? What do they do to get it fired up? Do they spank it or like poke it or something or prod it? Uh, not really. I mean, the no, bulls they are just, just ready to go. They're sort of oh, kind of trained really? almost to do that. Yeah. They, you don't need to. You need to. I mean, like at like amateur level rodeos. Yeah, you might have someone prodding a, <laughs> okay. a bull because the bulls aren't trained to do that. Poke it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But, you know, for, for these major rodeos, all those bulls are trained to behave that way. Interesting. So they know as soon as they're out of that shoot, it's uh, it's bucking time. It's funny to talk about, but I, I have mad respect for those dudes. Oh, hell yeah, balls. dude. I always wanted to be like my dad. Really? Do so like you want to do that? I, want, I wanted to. Yeah, when I you're young and naive. get on a bull now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. Yes. When you're young, you're just kind of like, oh, dude, that's like superhero shit. Right. You it know? is. Totally. Like. But the, I'm I'm sure the come down from that, like the retirement, to go from literally a Superman, dude, mm-hmm, like you mm-hmm. know, taming those giant animals, to just regular life. Yeah, that's a yeah. big fall. Yes, it's probably bigger than the, a lot of other sports. A lot of uh, concussions in that oh, sport, dude. dude. Yeah, every you're right. every ride is a concussion. Every ride, you know, like Ugh. people discount like hitting the ground, mm-hmm. but every ride, these guys are hitting the ground hard. Right. On top of getting shook like crazy yeah, on the bull and getting yeah. the CT from the from the riding yeah, itself, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the goal is to stay on as long as possible. Eight seconds. Oh, eight seconds. Eight seconds. There's a max. There's a, there's that, a ceiling. That's the minimum. Oh, that's a minimum. That's the minimum. And After eight that, seconds, basically, you need eight seconds of a ride to get a score. Oh. Anything damn. beyond eight seconds is not scored. Oh really? Yeah, it's not scored. So then your your artistic flair for how you compensate for yeah, the Yeah, your technique, how you compensate oh. for the movements, obviously how how stable you are. Oh. Uh, you can't touch the bull. 
with, with your other hand. With your other hand. Even just Ooh. barely contacting the bull is elimination on that ride. It's a disqualified ride. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, uh, and, and yeah. So like if you're like leaning a lot and your technique is horrible, you're going to get a lower rating. But if you're super stable and you've got control the entire time, you're able to control the bull moving to the right and moving to the left. And that's the thing why it's so crazy because it also, a lot of it is influenced by how the bull moves. Right. So right? that's if out the, of your control. Yeah, almost. If the bull is, is moving in circles in mm -hmm. one circle the entire time uh -huh. and you get eight seconds. Yeah. You got to ride. But it's, you might not get as high of a score. Oh, so that's also a factor. That's is how also aggressive a factor. The bull how is. aggressive the bull is. Or yeah. what, but if they're tail whipping or kicking out to the side a little bit with their behind legs. Yeah, the flare, the style. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. that. Oh man, yeah. much respect then. Yeah, Damn, hell yeah even dude, more respect crazy. now. That's, I get super nervous when the riders stay on after eight seconds because it's it, it, it usually means that they're stuck for some reason. Oh, their hand is jammed. Yeah, their or, hand is oof. jammed on the rope or something. Because, yeah, after eight seconds, there's no reason to stay on there. And I've, I've watched this new show on Netflix. Like, I forget what it was called, but okay. it's about bull riding mm -hmm. and kind of the Brazilian influence into mm. bull riding. And mm -hmm. there's one guy named Renato. Uh, oh, one name, dude. One name, dude. Okay, so he's Renato a, Nunez. Okay, is his name. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And he was getting ready. Like, this was his final year. And he's like, you know, if. If I didn't need to make more money for my family, if mm -hmm. I wasn't just trying to make more money for my family, I wouldn't do this. Mm. I don't love this anymore. Mm. He's like, I'm over this. He's like, this is, you know, it's a dangerous sport. And I'm just like, man, how long did it take you to start thinking that way, <laughs> yeah. bro? Like, yeah, right, you're old right, as right. fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> right. oh, was like, he in his 40s or something? Or? Yeah, I think he's like in his 40s or approaching 40 already. Damn. You know, he's already been a champion. He's oh, okay. You know, he's okay. got his he's got his rep and his his pedigree. But yeah, like you could see it in his face that he's just, I'm over this shit. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. And then you got the guys that have got like 18 surgeries Ugh, and yeah. they're still on it. You know, they're still going for no, it. No ligaments it's, in it's, their it's, arms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're like limping around. <laughs> right. Like, you know, right, like right. They, they get bucked off the, the bull uh -huh. and they have to limp back or get get, get lifted out. over you know out of the of the arena uh-huh uh -huh. and it's just like damn dude like these guys are crazy that is a very crazy sport yeah man it's nuts but yes. with that that is our episode and how do you find us john you can find us on 91 octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast follow us on instagram at 91 octane oh not 91 octane and if you want to send us any messages info at 91 octane.com any last words randy shout out to the bull riders <laughs> shout out to the bull riders the cowboys all right the hustlers on the dirt out there <laughs> good night good night <laughs>